You're listening to Barely on Topic with VA. When I think of a slap shot, I think of defenseman. It's like the only shot. I, this is what I got. Let's do it. Nick. Here comes the bagel boy himself. Anthony. Joe Sackman Sacco. Jeff. Then I moved to Canada. And Tim. Probably not. All right, so here we are, episode 13 of Barely on Topic, right? It's thir- episode 13. Mm-hmm. I never know what t- what episode it is. You would think I'd have a clue. But anyway. Uh, episode 13, recorded two days after Friday the 13th. Oh! <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. Um, yeah, so <laughs> apparently some people have a fear of the number 13. What is that? No, Try no it's just you know, an easy joke. Yeah. I don't Bill like Bill was number 13. Yeah, we're just going to talk about number 13s today. That's all we're going to do. Yeah. While Nick watches the game and... <laughs> and Hanley and, Ramirez is the Red Sox current number 13. And while Tim has some unearthly glow. So, uh, yes, Fairlane Topic, of course, is a podcast for Boston Bruins fans, by Boston Bruins fans. This is the second time. Austin Sardik got his 13th point yesterday. Boom. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I maintained that thought before it went away. So we're just doing the number 13 today. Anything yeah. else that you can think of that, that has something to Is this our 13th with... episode this year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that already, but that's okay. Oh, that's okay. Shoot. We, you know, on, you know, I have a, a thing about the number 42. I didn't realize it until this season. I do. I, I do. And I didn't even really think about the origins of it, you know, until I was like, wow, you know, it's it like didn't Jackie start. Robinson. No, I wasn't Jackie Robinson. I'm not that old, Tim. Um, and I, I honestly wouldn't have known it. Anyway. <laughs> no, but I was thinking about it. Um, Ronnie Lott used to play for the 49ers. Loved Ronnie Lott. He and I share a birthday. Oh. It's amazing. Um, it's 42. I, I have a, I'm drawn to 42. And we did talk about it on Twitter last Sunday night, and we have determined something. What was it, Jeff? So, um, the matter of the, uh, I don't remember, apparently it wasn't actually in the show, I thought it had been. We discussed the possibility of a, um, Bruins Colors bathrobe with a David, David Backey's, um, um, bathrobe jersey. For, for when you become a member of the official David Backey's fan club. Yes, and it would have the number 42 on it, because, of course, um, um, Arthur Dent, and he wears a bathrobe throughout to Checker's Guide, and 42 is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Along this time, we determined the VA has this connection with the with the letter with the number forty two, and there go VA is um, possibly the question. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense to me. All this forty two's business predates my even reading the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the trilogy in six parts. <laughs> that's that's actually pretty wild. It is pretty wild. It's yeah. crazy. Um, but anyway, yes. So that's fine. We're going to change things up a little bit this week. Now that we're all done talking about 13, right? Everybody got their 13 kind of things? Yeah. Anybody want to lay out some more superstitions? Did anybody walk under a ladder on Friday the 13th or break a mirror? Black no. cats and all that stuff? I have a black cat, but it has white on it. Yeah, it's got to be all black. So, no. all right. All right. So every, everybody's good now. Everybody's yes. good. Okay. So, you know, traditionally we talk about a game of the week, except we didn't last week because I said no. I think what we're going to do, because it turns out that we all kind of watch different things this week, uh, we're going to talk about the aspects of the games or a game that we liked. 
this week. And we're going to try to do it a little quickly, but I'm going to I'm going to have Jeff go first. I'm sure he has a lot to say about his particular game. So my game of the week is uh, the, the 6-3 victory over Philadelphia from yesterday. That would be uh, the 14th. Or um, uh, Bradapalooza, I guess is probably the better way to call it, uh, with his uh, second five-point game of his career. Also playing about in his 500th game played. And David Krejci scored a goal. It was his 500th career point. Wow, we're all numbers today. This is... It was, as I said, this is this is a very interesting game in that regard. Brad's 500th game, five goal, five points, two goals, three assists, and Krejci's 500th point, making him that holds him position at the three third highest score from the 2004 draft, behind Ovechkin and Malkin. Oh, you know, those guys. One and two, the one and two overall. Krejci was, of course, in the second round. But this game, just Brad was all over the ice. Brad Marchand just having a really wonderful game, and he's been having it for a bit. He's over the last week or so. I think he said like 11 points in his last six games or something like that. I really liked his goal against St. Louis, the one that he went uh, in the corner. Oh, he also had two. He had two goals in that that game. He and did. He, he had a backhand as well. And I think he'd scored two last weekend. I think it was against the Cats. Brad's been having, and and also his um. His short his shorthanded goals have been ramping up. He's gotten um, a number of those of late. So basically, Brad's um, rapidly becoming the around the same time he became the uh, all star. He is um, very quickly showing that he was an all star for a reason. Um, yeah, he's pretty close to a point per game at this point. He has forty three points in forty six games. He's uh, only two goals behind Pasternak to take the lead in in goal scoring for the Bruins, and it, because Pasternak's course goals have dried up rather precipitously of late, and his assists are dominating the team, followed by Tori Krug. Krug only has two two assists fewer than uh, Marchand actually. And Krug's the other one. Krug has uh, goals in three consecutive games. Our boy, our boy, and it yeah. puts him like a third in, in goal, third in points for defensemen. Oh shit! He could be in a Norris finals anyway. We could be right. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> Scory Krug. Scory Krug. Yeah. So for Brad's great. Krug is is, is improving. Bergie's been scoring of late, and all of this came together yesterday and just to a really good game. A goaltending wasn't a stellar. We still gave up three goals, but part of that's because we also were playing five defensemen for most of the game because uh, Jake Voracek boarded Kevin Miller rather violently in a very nasty way. Kevin Miller missed the game is apparently out with a concussion. Jake Voracek got a five-minute major. Very end of the penalty, of course, uh, uh, Berge scored on the power play. Or is it the Krejci one? i got to check the, time, the box score on that. Well, uh, you know, it was interesting because... It, that it, it was the Berge. Oh, it was the, it was the Berge um, uh, goal at the very end of the power play. That was one thing I did happen to see was the uh, Voracek uh, hit on, uh, on, on Kevin. And, you know... In real time, it was one of those things where I didn't really catch what was going on. Of course, the the replay of it, you know, it's like, Borchek pretty much knew what he was doing. He was just kind of like, well, I'm just going to turn into this hit and I don't give a shit. He's just going to go right into the boards, you know, right on the numbers. Bam. Kevin didn't get up on his own, right? He did skate off on his own, but didn't, he looked kind of pretty out of sorts in the process. Yeah. So um, you hate seeing that happen to your, your team members. Now, I will say that my husband was like, huh, I, you know, that's just that seems kind of unlike Voracek. Like, I wouldn't expect Voracek to do that. I'm like, Voracek's got, he's like 6'3 and 200 and something pounds. He is he a can... power winger, but he doesn't throw his size, he doesn't use that big size he's got as much as a lot of other players do. So no, a... no, but it was, it was a pretty dirty hit. Oh, it was know? awful. Yeah. But got... I think he only got the major. I don't think there's any supplementary discipline even being talked about. Um, But the five minute major was, was, you know what? It... I'm okay with that. It uh, paid I mean, off. We, we did. Oh, we did. Oh, we almost didn't, but we did get the power play goal out of it. So yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, uh, I don't know. I, I guess maybe my opinions change depending on what the hit is and, and what everything looks like and stuff. And while I hate Kevin Miller being out, 
because that always brings about the possibility that Joe Morrow comes back in. And because I don't like to see people get hurt, really. But At least tomorrow it pretty much guarantees Joe Morrow. um, uh, Colin Miller skated at practice this morning, but not with the team. He skated early and then left. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Tomorrow, that means our lost, our bottom pairing is going to be Lyles Morrow. Mm. Oh, heaven help us! Anyway, (laughs) yeah. So you you just hate to see that happen to players, and you hate to see it happen to your own players, especially. But I think the five minutes. I don't know. I I don't know if it warrants more. You know, I mean, I guess this is this could be a whole topic of a whole. Well, um, here's the thing: is with just the five minutes, there's no financial penalty for for Jake for 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 check. He'll get he'll probably get torn a new one by his coach, uh, Dave Hackstall, with his very tiny beady eyes. (laughs) He's a funny looking dude. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, and what's the and then the GM's Hackstall? It's a very confusing relationship. It is. But yeah, so. Virtual will get chewed out, because especially because it led to a power play goal against, but at the end of the day, I feel like a hit like that deserves more. There should be some kind of financial consequences for Voracek. I know he makes like $8 million a year for the next forever, so we'd only, you know, lose a, you know, a couple grand out of a, out of a massive salary, but it'd be nice even just to see him get a game. Ah. Uh, you know, I, I think that there are some players that are protected from things like that. I really do, and... I'm not sure if Voracek's one of them, but I don't know. I My gut reaction was I, the five minutes was good. I, I wasn't sure, you know, it, because I, I felt like the, the refs took it seriously and they didn't blow it off. Because I feel like so many things the, the refs blow off. Maybe not so much this week, but so many things, typically. I guess it's like, uh, for me, that even though the hits were completely different, you know, you had the bleed hit on uh, Yossi the game before, he also got a five-minute for interference. It was, yeah, because the hit was late, but it wasn't otherwise an overly dirty one, which I think is why he didn't get discipline. Because the head contact, as we've mentioned, I guess, the least determination was that it was Yossi's own stick. But I gotta tell you, I think the only reason why people on the Predators didn't go after him... After that was because he got a five-minute penalty on that. I think, I think that, that would be the same. Like, I did expect kind of yesterday that there would have been some sort of fight involving Voracek after he came back. But at the same time, the people that would have fought him are probably people with clothes like, don't you dare go off with a fight for this guy, namely McQuaid, because then we would have been down to four defensemen for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would not... <sighs> I, it wouldn't have served any really good purpose to do that. I don't know. I don't. I can't explain why I, I was satisfied with the the penalty on that one. We'll see it, how long Kevin's out, right? Because he's a uh, he's not that he's he's starting to gradually move towards Adam McQuaid injury proneness. So e, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, obviously, do you think by now that we would have heard something from? Uh, I said Joe, there's better. Was, he didn't. He didn't go to practice this morning, and I saw something. Uh, about him being out with a concussion, how whether it's you know a little minor, will be quick like the Bacchus one, or if we'll be out like a while like Lyles, or worse, who knows? No way of knowing now. That wasn't actually the question I was asking, but oh, sorry. Uh, Department of Player Safety, Dops. Um, we would have known by now because the Flyers are playing as we speak. Okay, okay. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I never know what that is. So, or when they point, yeah, their rhyme or reason. I was just wondering. That's all. You know, if uh. The team continues to play like that because it was all around good game. I think we'll be seeing a lot of good things going forward because it'll be turning our fundamentals into results, finally. Go ahead. Actually, um, I am watching some of the game now, and uh, it's a good one. It, that was a good game. I feel bad I missed out on it. But if you want to feel bad about letting up three goals, it's not that big of a deal because we scored six. And again, it's because we were short of defense. Yeah. And um, Philly is sometimes known to, you know, just 
score in bunches anyway. So you know what? Maybe limiting them to three goals. They're they're a scoring team with poor defense, especially because yeah. they scratched Ghost Bear for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. In favor of Andrew McDonald of all people. Oh. Did they scratch him, or did I, I thought he was just down in the? uh they scratched him totally? Scratch. He's been scratched a couple of games now for, and has been healthy scratched. Apparently, Flyers fans are rather upset and are calling for Hackstall's uh, removal over that, o- over this recent trend of decisions. Well, he's the closest thing they have to a defensive star. Not that I think that people. Yeah, really they've got you know Ivan Provorov playing now, but he's only nineteen, and he's uh, he's no Carlo. Well, nobody's Carlo except for Carlo. And he's also no no Wierenski or Hannafin, right? There's four defensemen from that draft playing Provorov right now is the worst of the four right now anyway we'll see how that goes Provorov was the very highly touted one right so mm. he was a top 10 yes <laughs> oh I'm sorry was I, I I was nodding my head but I wasn't saying anything because um I forgot that this is an audio recording I actually a little bit I know we lost I'm sorry no 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 I you know what I actually it's the game that I would have talked about so go on oh yeah I, I think overall we see the Bruins scoring more. That's good. But we still put up, I think, 36 shots on Nashville. And we just ran into a goalie who's not bad. One of the <laughs> I have ever seen. That post-to-post save he did on Spooner, he actually made it look so routine. But to move that quickly, I was stunned. So yeah, I, know it's, yeah, I understand yeah, I, Preds fans are very, very high on Saros. And that game sort of shows why. <laughs> yeah, that guy is a full six inches shorter or more than Pecorine. Um but he plays the nice, goal in a yeah well yeah Renee's like uh six five. This guy's like five ten, five eleven. Uh they're yeah. both Finnish. They're both mm-hmm. Finns. Um this guy obviously is younger and uh he is less aggressive in that in that, you know, Pecorine, I've gone into great lengths about watching Pecorine now that I've seen him live. Why I'm not a fan of his style. Um Saros plays like a little bit more of the opposite of that. More of what I'm accustomed to seeing from a Finn uh, goaltender. Um, so I, I could get behind Soros, honestly. Um, but I'm just more surprised by... I'm reaching out to, to Nick. Nick, I'm reaching out yeah, to Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm here. Okay. I was just really surprised by that game, how basically the Preds are missing like a third to half of their defense. And they managed to... Maybe it was just Soros. And because I was thinking, I'm like, team defense is not really their thing. That's That's not their thing. How did they win that game? Uh, because it was a defensive effort. It mm-hmm. wasn't for a lack of shots on the, on the Bruins' part. So anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I um, that game, even though we lost, it still made me feel good. Oddly enough, I think the main reason why we lost that game was because of uh, bad uh, defensive turnovers in our own own zone. Yeah, we're pretty good at that lately. Yeah, I mean, there were there were some, uh, you know, both goals were directly from bad bad decisions, very bad decisions. That's the same thing in general lately. Is that we basically every mistake has been leading to a goal in every game it seems, which is an interesting one. That's a hard one to prevent, apart from stop making mistakes. Right. Stop making mistakes, you guys. Stop it. Oh, and Zane Zane looked good. Yes, he did. He looked good. Zane looked good from when he first when he was first sent in, I thought, yeah. Yeah. Just, um... Did he even allow anything? Did he leave, did he allow one? I don't remember. Zane? No, he allowed two? uh yeah, he allowed both, but Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, two, you know, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. that's not terrible. It's not No, he played really well. He deserved better yeah. than that. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think it's better than that in a lot of games that he started even before he got sent down. Yeah. Well, um, I'm just going to infringe on Nick's time here because Go for it. No, I'm I'm done anyway. No, no, no. I mean, we can talk about this together it's kind of like we're remembering together Mm. Uh anyway um you know when Tuka went down with the injury from 
the slap shot from my boy, my other boy, who's actually a man. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I felt kind of sick to my stomach about that. And we did talk about this just very briefly. I don't know if it was in the show or before the show, but I'm just going to say it again. It reminded me a little bit of the Henrik Lundqvist injury from a couple of years ago that kept him out for a significant amount of time. And it took me a while. It took me until the full game was over for me to think about why I had such a visceral reaction to that. I'm glad that Tuka's okay. I'm glad that it was just more like, well, they, I went through the concussion protocol and then, you know, we had to ice everything up to make sure I was okay mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. I mean, no serious injury. Uh, so honestly, when a guy winds up a slap shot, you know, and we had talked about this briefly, probably pre-show last week about how Shea Weber was always indiscriminate about his, his slap shot. Don't get in the way of it because it was, uh, you'll die basically. And how he took out, basically he took out his own team member last uh, week. Brendan Gallagher's out for like eight weeks with hand injury. Mm-hmm. He had to have surgery on because uh, the slap shot caught him there. Uh, so, you know, and, and when Jack said that Yossi's slap shot is as heavy, it's like one of the heaviest in the league. I'm like, come on now. Jack needs to, Jack needs a fact checker sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he's <laughs> a defenseman. That's his shot. Okay. I don't know if you caught the new opening to the show, but I did talk about defensemen and their shots because it's oh, like the only thing I know. Damn it. Defensemen's their only shot is the slap shot. <laughs> they're only sure. Pretty much. Thing. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway, but I'm just like, yeah, you know, the, you could take a little bit of issue with the fact that he wasn't at the blue line. He was over at the faceoff dot taking that shot. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, it's like there, there's really nothing that you can complain about that. But I got a little bit sick about it because I just worried for Tuca. And then the bleed hit on Yossi made me feel even worse because I, I wasn't really sure if it was just a dumb hit that was late or if it was just retaliatory. And I couldn't figure out why it would be retaliatory. It just seemed it was just a dumb, 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 dumb thing. And when Bleed got the five minutes, I actually was kind of like, okay about that. And I felt really weird because I'm like, why do I feel okay about this? I'm like, well, Yossi didn't return to the game, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I, he's, he's on IR now. <sighs> why? Anyway, I just, that game just, uh, it made me feel so ill. I was not wearing any Pred stuff. I want to make sure, you know, I was Mister. wearing my Carlo t-shirt, which is weird. No Pred stuff. I was rooting for the, the Bruins, but there were just there, those two events took me out of the game a little bit. No, one thing about that game in light of last week's show, it'd be hard to talk about that game and not talk about that just oh. destructive as fuck. Um, uh, Adam McQuaid, Derek Grant fight where McQuaid basically ripped out the guy's sp- spine and beat him with it. Yeah. <laughs> Grant did return to the game. Oh, I didn't realize that. He was I mean, probably yeah. cowering under his, un, under the bench in the locker room crying and in the, in the fetal position because yeah, holy uh, shit. How long had Grant been with the, the Sabers? I mean, they just just picked him up in the, on waivers. I think it was his first game with no, with. Oh, they signed him in the off season. He was like, you know, I think he was uh, not qualified by someone. Okay, no, what I'm saying is that there was just so much animosity in that fight. I realized that the Bruins had played their whole slate against the, the Sabers before then, and Grant doesn't really register on my radar very much. I'm just saying, like the viciousness of that fight seemed to predate. The actual contest. I hang on, I'm looking for it. I don't think he even was on played that many games for the Sabers because he was a call up and then and then waived. Derek Grant played 35 games with the Sabers this season, and that was it. The previous year, he was in the Flame system. Before that, the Sen system. 
I think uh, I think Grant will just be known as that one guy who got destroyed by McQuaid. That dude McQuaid killed. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that whole thing at all. I actually don't feel too bad if McQuaid is pummeling someone because he's doing it for a reason. You know what I mean? But I wasn't really sure what the reason was there. You know, sometimes the two of them the guys just are, are being snippy to one another, and there it was. It was a great mm-hmm. fight. I mean, let's just face it. McQuaid is a Neanderthal. <laughs> there's some brain functioning there, but there's not a huge amount of, like, higher brain functioning there. You become um, a tough guy growing up in the mean streets of PEI. <laughs> I say this as a person who has probably some Neanderthal DNA in me. Because, <laughs> you know, not everybody does, but some do. Mostly if you're Germanic. Anyway, I just... Uh... I don't know. That game, that game was, I wanted to enjoy that game so much and I was taken out of it so early that it was very, very hard for me to do that. But I did watch the St. Louis Blues game and I'm wondering if that's the one that Tim wants to talk about. Actually, I would have talked about the the Preds one because of Zane. Oh, the Zane. Why didn't you say that's the one I want to be in on and then you could talk about that too? I mean, Okay, talk about it. Go ahead. Talk about I was you. just... Just happy with how well Zane played and that he looked good and that he deserved better. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of always saying he deserves better in a game, to be quite honest, because people making mistakes in front of him. But I think he'll he'll prove to be a good backup for Tuka going forward. He's a good goalie. Sooner or later, the team's going to, you know, play better in front of him. Eventually. Yeah, goal support is not one of the things that this team necessarily has in from game to game. It seems like they do, and then sometimes it drops out. They definitely had in St. Louis, you know. Uh, I, I'll i be honest with you, I didn't really expect the Bruins to pull out a win there. Um, the only reason why I would have said the Bruins would have won there is because um, either A, David Backus was going to play well above um, what we're used to because of the emotional aspect of it. As it turned out, he kind of got called for like 17 minutes of penalties or something like that. Yeah, he called a dude's. <laughs> Got the misconduct for it and the instigator. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it was very emotional, but um, he didn't play the same role in it that I thought he might. I didn't really know. I the the only thing I would have thought was like, oh, they're playing on the road, so they'll probably win this one because when it comes down to it, I'm like, the Bruins win a lot more on the road, which makes yesterday's win a little more impressive. Now, the one thing I do want to talk about, which is like kind of the oh. And and by the way, in that that St. Louis game was just so fucking weird through most of it because it was just like you had um, Brad scored two goals, which is not really weird, you know. The fluky Brandon Carlo goal, yeah, went off the dasher, bounced off of Jake Allen's skate right into the goal, and basically that that was you know their scoring in that period chased Allen out of the game, and in came Hutton, who wasn't terrible, but. They were losing, and they lost, and that was it. I, I was impressed that they actually pulled off that win, but I can't oh, quite uh, explain it. Hutton was quite good in the end because he got shelled. His Hutton save percentage was nine six three. Hutton had a good game when he came out. He just already the game was already lost by the time they swapped him, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, I, I think they had an empty netter in that one too, right? Yeah, um, I think Brad. It was it. <laughs> sometimes I love seeing empty net goals because I think that was the one where the defense was trying so hard, but it was like, no, no. Which one? Wait a minute. There was a game that Brad just took the puck. Oh, that was yesterday. This oh, is yesterday. yesterday. Okay. Empty netter. He, they're, they're trying to set up the zone entry. He just charges in, picks, uh, I think it was Voracek's pop, pocket and pops it right in the net behind him. Yeah, so yeah. Like, it's rare where an empty netter is an, a beautiful goal. That was a beautiful goal. Yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it was just really well orchestrated on his part. <laughs> um, I also wonder, because it was empty net, is that technically a shorthanded goal, or is that just... No. No, no. that's too bad. And some and, people like try to argue that empty netters are fluffer. You know, like, to try to take away Lucha's one 30-goal season, because he had, like, six empty netters. Um, no, no, no. I'm, it's not easy to get an empty netter. No, because you're playing against six attackers. Right, <laughs> right. I, but I think some empty net goals are a little bit more impressive and than also, others. And also, you want to know how hard to score empty netters? Ask Patrick Stefan. Oh. <laughs> I, he will forever be known as that one guy who whiffed and then the other team scored. It was Edmonton, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um. Now, he was playing for Dallas, who did still win in overtime. Yes. But, um, of course, that was like his last NHL game after having been first overall in 1999. Selected immediately before both Sedins. Mm-hmm. By the Thrashers. Yes. So we're done with the game of the week. Bye, weekly game. (laughs) (laughs) Our game of the week, which was actually multiple games. And none of us talking about the game that I thought we would talk about. Okay, so that's cool. Woo! So obviously we did have, you know, I'm not even sure I want to have a full-on topic this week. Well, there's some things I'd like us to discuss. So this is just a fluff one. The word this week that next year when the Adidas taking over, there'll be no more third jerseys. Slow your roll there. (laughs) What? You said you didn't want to have a topic, so I'm like, okay, well, let's do this. <laughs> I know, but sometimes, like, Jeff, you, like, pounce on things so much where it's like, I'm just trying to organize my mind and set things up, and then it's just like, I pounce, I pounce! It's the too good thing. You get excited. You do get excited. It's okay. <laughs> I appreciate the excitement. I just want you to roll it back a little bit. <laughs> We're going to have a little grab bag, okay? Does that make you feel better? We're going to just have a grab bag of stuff, okay? Yes? Okay. Yes? Okay. Okay. Oh, Jeff's going to be mad at me for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Jeff, don't be mad. It's okay. Get glad. Jeff, Grab Jeff, bag. Jeff, why don't you talk about the myriad things that we can talk about? <laughs> okay, so there was that. They announced the All-Star. So that would be that would be the... Uh, this week announced that next year with Adidas taking over the jerseys, there will be no more third jerseys to start with. So for next year and a few years after, teams will only have two. And I've seen this um, approached a few different ways by people online. Some people suggesting it's like, well, okay, our team's going to pick between their three. Your team's going to still need to have a white jersey, which is an interesting discussion to have. Or mm. our third jersey is going to toss. Our third jersey is going to become their mains. It all depends on what a team wants to do. Ah, okay. Well, why don't we just let's tackle that really quickly, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I hate white jerseys, I just uh, to me they they tend to be the more boring of Actually, the options. I really like our our whites though. I think our whites are better than our our main jerseys, our primaries. To be honest, I don't. I've never loved the yellow yoke on the black jerseys. We're going to disagree on that one, but I myself have never really been a fan of white jerseys in any way. To me, white is uh, white's not like the greatest of colors, and also a lot of the white jerseys, you can see stuff underneath them. You know what I mean? They're not thick enough of material yeah, that you can't so see the stuff that they're wearing underneath. So it's really distracting. Um, but, and this is supposed to be using some flashy new material, so it's a good point. Well, I don't know. I really don't know about that. I, I'm not. I'm not really. You know what? For as 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 much of a Teutonic, uh, there's what's what's the word for a person who loves German stuff? Anyway, whatever it is, Germanophile. I don't care. Whatever the fuck the word is, Teutonophile. <laughs> uh, that's not really it either. For as much as that uh, as I am, I've never been a big fan of Adidas. It mainly has to do with the fact that I've 
worn their shoes and my feet hurt, so I don't like that. Um, and the stripe thing only works in certain uh, situations. Um, I hated the stripes being on the World Cup of Coffee jerseys. They were fucking ugly. But um, it's because there's a ratio of stripe to not stripe that they don't follow very well. It only looks good on the sneakers. Anyway, um, as much as I don't like the white jerseys, I'm not sure that most people's thirds would do the job. Apparently there's only about 10 or 12 teams that even have thirds right now, which I was surprised was that few. Yeah. Hmm. I thought everybody had one. No, um, a lot of teams don't. Particularly teams that have done recent um, relooks have and don't have thirds. Hmm. Now, I, I will tell you, as much as I love black, I hate the Islanders third jersey. It makes no oh, sense. Oh, no, everyone does. And there's that. They are, I've already heard that the Islanders third will not be coming back. Okay, it, it makes no <laughs> sense. Like, if black is part of your color somewhere, like, the sometimes when um, when Tampa Bay rolls out their, their black thirds, like, it's kind of cool looking, sometimes. Um, but the logo just saying bolts is stupid. I don't like that. But Well, but anyway, I don't know. I kind of like the bolts. I don't mind that so much. But The, the Islanders but, one's being scrapped. They only introduced it when they came to Brooklyn to match for synergy with the Nets, right? I think oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Just for and they're being yeah, it was like, totally. That's exactly correct. I know yeah. absolutely nothing about the Nets, so and they're black and white. Things, Their colors are just black and white. And I had no other idea. things I've heard, uh, the Oilers are going taking their oranges, the thirds, making them their primaries next year. Apparently, I love Ooh, their I like oranges. I love them. And we're getting a full new look from the Devils, is what I heard as well. Yep. Whoa. Mostly, yeah, which is weird, huh? They haven't changed their jerseys in. Decades in like five ever, not even yeah. four ever, five yeah. ever. Just basically, they only do... adopt, adapted to fit new standards and mm-hmm. and and, oh, and broadly designs, right? So mm-hmm. no, I, sorry, no, no, I was done. Oh, okay, I, I was gonna I say. Wonder... That... <laughs> I also wonder. <laughs> okay, I have two thoughts here, and then you guys can talk all you want. Okay. One, uh, as uh, for the, the Devils, I hope they don't incorporate the green thing, because that's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, the green um, didn't, wasn't working for him, yes. I agree. Yeah, because they brought that back for the Winter Classic, or whatever the fuck game it was. And, and you know what? Actually, I would really like to talk about the, the the overabundance of outdoor games really briefly. More not not so much talk about it, so much as rant. The Wild. I heard the Wild is having a difficult time, and... I almost don't care because I fucking hate them. I don't care how good a season they're having. I, Fuck them. I heard that they're going to tweak their thirds. Their thirds are wonderful. It's the, yeah, the diagonal word and the cream col- cream instead of the white. And it's just a nice understated green. It's a good jersey. I, but like they're tweaking, I don't know what they're doing. I mm. heard that they were alternating between not making it cream, making it green or red. <sighs> uh, cream looks so That's good. That's the Krispy Kreme one. That's the one that looks like a Krispy Kreme le- logo to me. Hey, headquartered in Winston-Salem. Really? I <laughs> yep. love Krispy Kreme. Maybe I need to come anyway, down. It's the baseball-inspired script, and I think it's a really nice jersey. Um, I hope they're not changing it too much. But Wow, I, I really need to come down to Winston-Salem before you move. Man, I, I, I'm disappointed. <laughs> Just going on this going on this like jersey thing, I don't want to lose our thirds. I like Which them why so much. I'm kind of in favor of making our thirds or primaries and using the so using our using those those and our and our away whites next year. If I had a vote, that's what I would want. And I've seen other people suggest that too. In the uh, I would love that. That'd be game. I know you're not down with that, VX. I know you're not a big fan of the thirds. 
No, they look like firemen. And it's it's great. They look a hell of a lot better than the men in black awfulness, but yeah. I like those too, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) My usual rule is more black, better. Logan was too small for the jersey, no hem stripe. It was just too much. It's too monotone. I I don't really care. I thought it (laughs) was fearsome and intimidating. I don't really care what you think. Really? No, it looked like pajamas. (laughs) They didn't look like pajamas to me. I don't know what pajamas you're thinking about. But anyway. I just like something you don't want where you don't wear in public is sort of the point I'm making there. We should get rid of the whites though and go gold and get have keep the third as our primary and just go. Well, gold. we don't know if they're gonna not require teams to have away whites anyway. Still though, that's the thing. Oh god, I'd rather keep whites than golds. I, uh... I want gold. That kind not of gold saying, is just we're not, not good. saying bring back Pooh Bear here, but a well designed gold like. The first time the Bruins, the 2010 Winter Classics are really nice jerseys. Yes, they yes. are. Yeah, I and they're just a good don't... color gold. We're not talking mustard. We're not talking mustard tiger yellow that the that the, that the, that the Purds got. No, I, none of that. I don't think that's a good. I, I think golds are fine on walls, not on people. Generally, that's that's how it is. Gold is have fine in small amounts. Jersey bling, gold. No, no, that's not. That, that's like that's a horror show. I, I don't know. I'd rather keep the the regulars. The regulars, that's it. Whatever. Fuck. I, you know, I honestly, I don't, I don't care. Or, the only thing I don't want is the fucking Adidas stripes. That's it. You that's, can yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. That was, I don't that care. Was, the ship's probably sailed. You know what I would like to see, actually? If we would, or scrap both dark blacks and bring back something more like the, um, uh, the Fleet Center jerseys. I have no idea what No yoke. The stripe just runs parallel down the sleeves. No, I, I'm not a big, big, big fan of that. I don't, I don't like that, that look. You know whose jerseys I did like this year? They got out in front of this whole stuff um, with their new designs. I, I love the Florida Panthers. Yeah, designs. I really like theirs. Those are really nice. They really are. I wish they would come up with like a blue version of that or something. I've read that they were originally going to wait until uh, Adidas came aboard to release those new jerseys. But they mm-hmm. liked them so much, they jumped the gun. Oh, I like them so much, too. Yeah. They and look the really Leafs, good. I guess, were really focused on getting in for the 100th anniversary, which is why they did the new Leafs jerseys this year as well, which are I quite gotta, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I don't even know what they look like. <laughs> it's a more stylized. I'm going to have to look it up. back to something they used, I think, about the 50s or so. Yeah, I like the Leafs a lot as well. I couldn't even tell you what it looks like. I, I guess I'm going to look it up right now. I don't know. I think this is all. Wow, I really don't know how to spell Leafs at all. Probably because it's not a word. Move the maple leaves. <laughs> okay, this might give me what I want to see. I don't like this logo that looks like a pot leaf. I hate that logo. Okay, well, you're saying new jersey design? What? Yeah, that they introduced this year. This, this their jerseys they're playing on this season. They're they're wearing third jerseys. Okay. No, all like... of them, they, they they redesigned everything, including their logo. Yeah, it's oh, just more stylized. Yeah, as opposed to the very. Rigid, simple, straight lines, make Canadian flag leaf, yeah. Oh, God, so you're talking about the pot leaf? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Can people get over their obsession with pot leaves? You're the one that brought it up, not us. Yeah, well, it looks like even... a pot leaf, except it's missing a couple of things. Uh, I don't like it. You no, know, that's what like maple it. leaves look like. You know that, right? <laughs> or maple leaves. <laughs> the, the maple leaves around me do not look like that. That No. I've never seen a maple, maple leaf that looks like that in nature. Maybe that's what your Canadian maple leaves look like, but my maple leaves do not look like this. Then yours are wrong. 
Speaking I'm of- going to spend the rest of my time on this podcast finding a picture of a maple leaf that I took to show you that they don't look the same. Speaking of uh, pot, I uh, really hope the Colorado Avalanche just adopt their third jersey as their. Yeah. Um, Do you like that segue? Come on, it was good. It's nice. That's good. It's good. I like it. Yeah, yeah but it could starters, be anything. Colorado's primaries are so bad. I have a- primaries in the league. Still got the piping and stuff. Who the fuck still uses piping? The, the Betnam bib died. Wait a minute. Ago. Wait a minute. You guys always fucking talk about piping and hemlines and all this shit. Like you guys are the worst fucking girly no. men that I've ever <laughs> seen when talking about fucking uniforms. I have long hair and I don't care. I'm sorry if I sounded like I insulted you, but <laughs> I really did mean to insult you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Really, there's only three teams that still use piping now, and they are, I think, um, actually, no, 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 Blue stopped using it now, finally, so I think it's just um, uh, Blue, Columbus, and Colorado. Mm -hmm. And Colorado's the one that they really, really stands out, and it's just awful. It looks like an apron, yeah. Yeah. You guys are just the worst. You really are. Try. (laughs) I mean, if we weren't the worst, what would we be? (laughs) Pretty bad. Like... What in the actual fuck? <laughs> this is like like everything that Buffalo and the Canucks ever did in one jersey. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> Respectively? Yes. Oh my god. Uh, ah! <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Neither team has ever had a good jersey. Ever. Especially especially the Canucks. But Jesus fucking Christ. Buffalo's, I like it, Buffalo's jerseys now. That is the future of what jerseys are going to look like when they put the ads on them. You know? Notice, none of those are ads, though. Those are just random patches they've had. <laughs> That's true. I do oh, like. Um, you can't put this in the show because the, unless you well unless you say it or share it to the Twitter because oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to put it on the Twitter account. I will. Um, Nick, <laughs> I like that on the <laughs> Vancouver one that the guys wearing their their skates for their skates yeah. logo. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, the Vancouver one the way it's put together is inspired. Um, <laughs> Kind of looks so you managed to get all of the chest logos ever into one image. Yeah, you got the Canuck hat. You got the stick. Oh, you got the stick. You got the you got that ridiculous V, and you got the the, 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 the orca. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's actually an impressive accomplishment in in monstrous graphic design. <laughs> wow, they, those things. You know what? I don't think we have any right to talk about any other jerseys after seeing those guys. It's that... going to be okay. Jerseys going to be okay. You're you know what? Back. <laughs> You know, I used to think that fashion was a really important thing to the teams that I play uh, that I paid attention to, and sometimes it is because Thursday night football sucks. But you know what? I've gotten to the point where I just almost don't even care. I just don't care. What are you know? Wear fucking togas if you want. I don't know. Wear sequins, um, feather boas. Knock yourselves out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> just don't put those stupid fucking Adidas stripes on everything because they're ugly. Are they actually going to be on them? I hope not, but they were on the, the World Cup of Coffee ones, and they were ugly. Well, I think World Cup of Coffee jersey and uh, a team jersey, at least in, in the North American market, that's kind of different. All of those World Cup of Coffee jerseys were terrible, except for yeah. Sweden, because you can't fuck up Sweden. The stripes actually looks cool on that one. Also, I speaking thought. of jerseys, I think Columbus should keep their thirds. I love the Columbus thirds with the Canon logo on the front. Kane's thirds, if they change that stripe to being something a little more conventional, are lovely. That logo, that chest logo on the Kane's on the Kane's thirds is wonderful. The, the much, flag. much better than the butthole. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like that the the Canes ones as well. Yeah, the, the not butthole. Yeah, yeah, the Canes unfortunately have the worst uh, logo in the NHL. Very difficult to make any jersey look good with their primary logo. Yeah, you know, end up eventually, somehow end up being, end up moving to Quebec City though. That'd be great if they kept it because then you'd have the toilet, the, the toilet bowl, and then the, the toilet seat and the toilet and, and the toilet drain. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Canes will never move because I told them to not move. That's that's my rationale. So are you finding a way for um uh, for for Kamanos not to um uh, you know get sued out of existence by his own children? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give him some money. I got like an extra hundred bucks laying around. I should do the trick. You were saying something about uniforms, and I kind of spaced out a little bit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think that kind of ran its course mostly. Mm-hmm. It did because um, I if I never talk about uniforms ever again, I think I'll actually be okay. I think the long story short is whatever decisions Bruins make, it will guarantee be better than whatever decisions the um, uh, the Canucks make on jerseys because they've never had a good jersey. Probably. Yep. Okay. Probably. Settled. But I, I don't also like because the Maple yeah, I, I don't like the Maple Leafs jerseys. Okay, but Florida, that was good luck. Want to talk about All Star nods a little bit? This week we had Tuca and Brad. Brad. So we not only we don't only just have one Bruin, we have two Bruins and going to the All Star. There. There's no there's no tokenism going on here. Nope. Both great. Nope. Um, now what's interesting is that Tim brought up the whole why isn't in there, and I brought up the whole. He well, went, there was a period of time where he wasn't really scoring any points, and he hasn't scored goal a goal in how long? We're eight quiet. years. <laughs> um, yeah, he's uh, he went quiet. He went dark at the wrong time. Now, mind you, he's actually been getting a shit ton of assists lately. Like, but assists in the times with all these Brad goals. But yeah, but when did that All Star nod come down? Like Tuesday, Monday, Monday or Tuesday, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like so he's mad about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying that he's not all-star worthy. It's just that if you want to know what happened, you just look at what his production was looking like after December. You know, Brad is definitely deserving. Again, he's almost caught up with pasta and goals now, and his assists are leading the team as well. So, And Tuca's been and, on his head. And you know, here's the thing, too, is, um, frankly, when you're putting together the all-star, do you want to make it the best players? Do you want to make it the best players that are interesting people? Hmm. I mean, Poss is interesting, but his English is still not so good. Brad, Brad drips interesting, <laughs> and his English is a little bit better than Pasternak's. Only by a smidge. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> we're not talking like they're going to have like hugely long segments with everybody. That but no, but you want someone who, who's dynamic and interesting, right? That's why someone like that's why it should be not simply not allowed to have, have a, a um, All Star game without Ovechkin, Burns, and Subban because. Yeah. Two, they are three of the most interesting people in the league. <laughs> well, but um, <laughs> they're like the only interesting people in the league. <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, the league cannot support so many personalities. It's not football. Also, I think, I think <laughs> Brad is a very interesting person, though. So I'm glad that he's going to, to be there. I think the league can support more interesting people, more interesting personalities. They, they, if they, the old school media was willing to accept more interesting personalities. I, you know that I'm joking. Cause I know. Everybody yeah. has the ability yeah, to have a personality if they really want one. <laughs> Except Jonathan Cage. I'm pretty sure it's not, it's not in his coding. Have you looked into his eyes? They're black doing... and soulless. Hockey Pot 3000, yeah. Um... <laughs> oh, man, I love 
the hockey um, trade bots. The one that I ran into this week. Anyway, um, but yes, I, I, I don't, I don't understand what it is about this game, where it's like, do people just have to singularly like focus all of their attention into this whole like scoring and skating and all this stuff, um, and that they they refused uh, to develop um, personalities otherwise, look, like they just look, can't. Look how a lot of the traditional hockey, media, especially the Canadian media, reacts to di- players with dynamic personalities, unless they're a fourth liner or a bottom pair defenseman, or a backup goaltender, they react badly to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, they did the most, uh, they did the craziest thing ever, taking away the breakaway challenge, which, hey, let's show off our personality. Nope, done, gone, peace. They took it away? Yeah, yeah. yeah they you announced yesterday it's being, it's being turfed. I think Nick Kiprios was the one that was uh, spreading that word. Oh, motherfucker, why are we watching then? Like, I don't oh, yeah. even know why there's a game that should just be the all-star, like, weekend of, like, more increasingly ridiculous skills competitions. Yeah. It's, like, incredibly I, specific things. It really should. It should be just, like, okay, all right, can you, can you take <laughs> this puck and put it through these, like, things that are evenly spaced but very narrowly apart? Great. That's fine. Now you should go over here and build a fire. You know, <laughs> demonstrate your ability to make a 10 out of just hockey sticks and, um, um, Old Vancouver third jerseys. <laughs> you know, I support this actually. Like, make it, make, make it like in Boy Scouts have this thing called the Klondike Derby. Make it that. <laughs> yes, and then what they can do, what they can do is take the um, shot challenge to set it up to a dunk tank. So every time you hit a target, <laughs> boom, dunk someone. Every time you hit a target, Robert Longo goes and dunks into the water. <laughs> And just, Pierre, just have, the, Pierre, just have, have it all string of different organ arenas, organ players too, to see who can do play the best circus music. A mascot <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Get a mascot challenge and have them play a game. That would be way more interesting than the actual game itself. No one in their right mind would go anywhere near that creepy at, at, at mascot that the, at the Oilers introduced this year. Is <laughs> <laughs> he the raccoon or something? The Lynx, right? No. Oh, I don't know what the fuck he is. I stopped it's, paying attention. It's scary. I can't wait till they make the little, like, um, what is it? The uh, something derby? You know that more about this. They make the, the, um, they make the little wooden um, car. The Pinewood Derby? Derby. Yeah, the Pinewood Derby. They do the Pinewood Derby, that, it, uh, and then they have to go into the next thing where it's like, they have to do this, like, escape the room kind of quiz thing to get... Over to um, actually um, do the slap shot challenge. There. No, no, the slap shot was the. Uh, was... Be drunk for the entire run of this, too, and mic'd up. Oh, they should have like the. Pinewood oh. Derby second place, 1997. Oh, wow. But, oh. <laughs> yeah. Boom. I think, you're, I think you're about to be uh, hired as an all star consultant. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so they should make their helmets into, like, the beer? Dum dums. Oh, my God. Yeah. It would be so fun. Like, they'd have to be drinking the whole time. Or, you know, if you don't want to put it on their helmets and make it look so obvious, like, make them wear a camelback. Yeah, thing. but yeah, yeah. drinking the whole time, mic'd up. You have two broadcasts. You have the family-friendly one that's censored, and then, and, then, and, then, and then the HBO version. Well, yeah, mm. we'd then, have to pay for that one, but they could yeah. make so much money by doing that. Okay, and then okay. after Ovechkin goes to drunkenly buy a car. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard us, NHL. I, we work I, for peanuts. Um, make it happen. <laughs> I, 
I, I in car. Um, oh, there's one other thing too. Cuba, Cuba is the referee. Oh, Cuba. Oh, Cuba got a junior. Oh, good lord. Okay, first of all, wait a minute. I just want to say very seriously, please, for the NHL awards. Like, I know you're trying to go dignified with this whole like taking on John Ham to announce the like the top 100 players of all time in the 100 years John of the Hamm's NHL. John a better comedian than he than he is dignified, madman notwithstanding. <laughs> Shh. And I say that because if you say anything, then they'll take him away from me. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. That's right. Keep no. it. John Ham should be will be play it straight the entire time. Absolutely. Keep going. No, I, I think Don't that John. I, I think that John Ham is actually hilarious. I love him. I love it when he, sh- he shows up in like Thirty Rock or something. It's it's always funny. But I know that you want to be dignified and whatever. But bring Cu- Cuba back to the NHL Awards because he was the only thing that made that show worth watching. And that show had Patrice Bergeron and Andrew Ference in it. And I still say that Cuba made that worth watching. Yeah. God, you guys, it's like... Listen to the NHL. This lady's smart. Um, I could design the whole show for you, really. For Well, it's just like we completely retemplated the All-Star weekend. Okay, I think we need to roll roll this out again. We're going to say this very seriously with very little laughing. (laughs) 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 Okay. Also, all the players should probably get to bring their dogs, and the dogs have to play dog hockey. Ah! Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Docky is the shit. And even though he's not very good anymore, Bobby Ryan bring his, his main coon cats and the cats have to try to play dog hockey with the dogs. <laughs> cats versus dogs. I'm actually kind A of battle for the ages. No, Bobby Ryan's cats are huge. Have you ever seen pictures? They're like they're beasts because they're they're main coons. So the first challenge. What's our first challenge here on the um we're, uh, will we do like a straight on, like, you know, take the corners, like shoot, you Start know. Start off with some traditional, you know, like, like the existing, um, uh, skills, cha- skills comp, you know, and then gradually inch it wackier. Okay. So then, um, should we build the, the tent first or should we do the dunk tank first? Target dunk tank. Dunk tank. Dunk, dunk tank. Okay. So slap shop dunk, dunk tape, uh, dunk tape. So that's something for your fun defenseman to do, right? Um, yeah. Who should be? Should it be Pierre? Should it be Pierre who gets to go down? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Milbury. Batman. Batman. Milbury. Oh, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> have one dunk tank for every target in the goal, so you can have up to four people in the tank. Get everyone we want a tank. <laughs> dunk. Well, I think what you should do is you should like have one person until somebody meets the challenge, then take that person out, put another person. So we can have like four or five people in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, then Col- Pierre, um, Daly. Col- what about Colin Campbell? Do you think he's a candidate? Everybody hates him. He's a bastard. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, make sure we get um, uh, we get uh, grapes in there somewhere too. Um, really? Yeah. Ideally, someone closes it during Coach's Corner, so he's just like yammering about some gibberish and then drops through the floor into a tank. <laughs> well, I'm willing to put him last. You know, just because like he has such good standing with Bobby Orr. I like Sorry. the way he um talks with his hands like. A- outstretched but with his fingers pointing downward it's like he's about to play piano when he talks when when was it was it this past summer the summer before when when pk suban dressed as him and did that ridiculously awesome parody <laughs> i think it was the summer before because this year was the it was year spot PK, the fuck on <laughs> pk had to embrace nashville this summer Mr. Ridgeborn singing Johnny Cash and things, yeah. Right, so, you know, and and that's fine because Nashville has embraced him and that's fine. Okay, so dunk tape, tank, 
that we're going to go over. We're going to make the tent out of the old... Uh, we could do old Vancouver and and Buffalo jerseys. Or mm-hmm. just one or the other. It doesn't really matter, right? Just old, ugly jerseys of some kind. But after seeing those two mashups of things, I'm, I'm inclined to go with those two clubs a little bit more than others. Yep. Who can so, start a campfire with broken sticks fastest? Okay, yep, or, campfire. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, good. Uh, the Pinewood Derby? Yes. <laughs> For the hell of it. You know. Second place. <laughs> <laughs> 1997. Okay, a mascots game. Mascots game. And where were the dogs? The dogs were going to play dog, too? dog hockey. Will be next. All every, every player who's invited has to bring their dog. There'll be loaner dogs from a local shelter for anyone that doesn't have one. Oh, very nice. Aww. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that that and that Cuba all seems Jernier be- is the uh, referee. And who? Cuba Gooding Jr. is the referee. He's the referee, right? For right. all of it, or just the dog game? All, all of it. it. All <laughs> of it. Yeah, he can be impartial. I can. Sure, I'm sure, especially after. Doing the hookers and the blow, he'll be totally impartial after that. Yes, get them all. Get them all the vodka tonics. Yeah, players gonna be drinking the entire time, mic'd up. Oh, that's two right. broadcasts. That's right. That's the. I think that's the the and most two broadcasts. Thing. One uncensored. One censored. That's yes, and you have to pay for the uncensored, but they'd make a lot of money. Oh yeah, and you have the beer helmets. Yes, yes, drinking the whole time. And players are picked not necessarily based on not on skill, but based on who is notorious for being um, the most ridiculous um, in terms of whether it's yapping on the ice or giving good interviews. So you'll end up with a lot of fourth liners, sure, but it'll be a lot more entertaining. All right, so okay, that's a really so sorry, Sid, you can't come because you have nothing. You've never had anything interesting to say in your life. So we can certainly (laughs) keep Brad, but what about Tuca now? Tuca, because he's milk crates. Come on, yeah, yeah, you you get him fired up. Oh, wait a minute, where's the fucking milk crate challenge for him? (laughs) We'll make it. It's not only is it a milk crate challenge, so. we got to get a stick breaking <laughs> challenge too. <laughs> for the goalies, a stick breaking challenge. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay. So we'll have to amend that. That's got to be, that's somewhere in that jumble of stuff, maybe towards the end. <gasps> a diving competition, the entire thing is, is just, the, and the music while it's happening is just the Habs goal song. <laughs> oh. I think you'd have to invite the whole Habs team for that though. <laughs> and a couple of flyers too because <laughs> there were some things that looked like dive just yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes i think we have constructed a far better <laughs> i'll start it'll make it'll make more money I'll tell you that oh oh yeah. <laughs> I kind of also want, while Cuba Gooding Jr. is refereeing, for him to live tweet from the NHL account. (laughs) 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 You have open mic night where the players have to try to tell jokes, too, once they're already three quarters of the way in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I walked into a bar. Oh! <laughs> That's why I have to be only interesting players. And no, no. Taves, you can't show up. I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're... <laughs> this is all very good. Maybe it's good that, to, that, that Patrice didn't make it to our version of the All Star. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably invite Spooner, and he, he, he can, you know, like lead a LARPing competition too. Yep. Big LARP battle. <laughs> 
Yeah, the players will have absolutely no idea what they're doing, but Spooner will, will, will reign supreme. <laughs> you keep talking about this, but they don't show it up behind the bee. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I'm totally fine with LARPing. I know, it's just it's still creepy. I mean, <laughs> lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! <laughs> and instead of the Stanley Cup, we have the LARPing goblet. And that is... What you win in battle. <laughs> and a gift card to Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays exists? Oh, wow. I was thinking medieval times, but... That I know, but, you know, Ruby Tuesdays, it's something that everyone, the family can enjoy, you know. Your local na- neighborhood Applebee's. Yes. <laughs> Give me something this ridiculous. Think about the number of fans that would pay attention to the NHL for the first time ever. You never know. You might keep watching games. Yeah, but they're going to expect that stuff to happen in games. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Where's the fire building? <laughs> Splash to break the ice. Once you once you lure them in, then maybe they'll stick around. You know, you're not going to you're not going to hold all of them, but uh Oh my god, this is how you can make the game so much more exciting. Okay, ready? Okay. <laughs> Trees takes a face off. Gets control of the puck. The the Bruins, they um they go charging into the other zone. Right, into the offensive zone. Tuca, in the meantime, is back making a tent at the goal. You know, he's got only so much time to do that. If he can make his tent and it's judged to be sturdy by the the refs, that even if a goal goes in, it does not count. Yes, but while he's making the tent, he also has to have a sign in front of the net that says, Close, be back in 15 minutes. And he also has to be drinking beer at the same time. Of course. Finish okay, so so we've talked a lot about that. There was more stuff that I'm sure that Jeff was going to keep us on about. <laughs> well, it's another comment in general goes back to jerseys and All-Star Game. The actual the, all, the jerseys they're going to use for the All-Star Game are great. Oh. Um, each each division is getting a, um, uh, something with the old with old um, uh, Kings colors. So there's a purple one. That's, so the Pacific's playing these awesome purple ones. And our division has uh, gold jerseys. And they're they're nice. Mm-hmm. The other two jerseys are boring. One got white and one got dark gray. But uh, yeah. when I first saw them, I thought, "Oh, these are the jerseys that the Kings used to wear on you know during practice, and then they wore them for practice, and then stored them away for about thirty or forty years." <laughs> <laughs> one day we'll use these in an All Star game. I just think about how bad the All Star jerseys have been in recent years. Like how bad those ones that on the Columbus game were a couple years ago. They're um, all so. bad. They're all always bad. This is just another line in, in of jerseys that I just don't understand and don't appreciate. And they look like they smell like thirty years of caked in sweat. That's what they look like to me. Whatever. It's all kind of silly because realistically, the only people who are going to buy these jerseys are people that actually go to the game. Yeah. So they got a pretty finite clientele. Them. And that's why they do it, of course, is to, you know, why they do new jer- new jerseys every All-Star game is to make money. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but no one's going to buy an All-Star jersey unless they're at the game. Why on earth would you? Exactly. Because I like it. It's pretty. It's <laughs> 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 <I have> pretty. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I always, there are always money grabs. I understand that. I'm not a huge fan of them, but they're always ugly. So whatever matters. Yeah, I... Would you actually buy an all-star jersey if you went to the game? No. No, probably not, no. No, neither would I. I just don't understand it. I'd buy a jersey. Maybe not a jersey, but I'd buy a jersey. Yeah, I would not I would not drop, you know, 250, 260 bucks for a for for, for an all-star jersey. Um 
even if it was my favorite player on it, you know? Because no. Like, uh, no, I, I would maybe see. I, I, I like you want to where... show up on eBay at a reasonable price afterwards, you know? Yeah, maybe. I might do that or buy a blank one and actually play hockey in it. Like years after the All Star game, like you, they end up at a discount bin somewhere in Filene's. I'll buy one or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, I would if they did. I would buy something like that if they had like the old North American jerseys, something like that, when they had the All Star game. I like it. That, it's it's yeah. different. It's old. Team uh, North America versus Team Europe. Those jerseys were both awful. But they're in, in a hipster-like way, I, I like them. It was like Team First Order versus Team Enron. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think we talked about a lot of things. We, we can we can table some things for some time. Or oh, yeah. Is there something that's really, really we pressing? Where we've we, we gone with this, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, I originally wanted to talk about um, the contrasting the all-star nods versus the um, the awards at the end of the year, but maybe we can do that the week of the actual all-star game. We can think about that for a little bit. Okay, so why don't we move on to Baron Necessities, I guess. Who wants to go first? All right. <laughs> Nick! So, um, during the, I guess, the coming games here, I'll be drinking Boda Boxes. Red blend. It's uh, just some really good wine. It goes goes down deliciously. Comes up, huh? Yeah, com- comes up when it comes back up. Not not quite as good the second time around, but that's what I'll be drinking. What are you gonna pair it with? Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds excellent. <laughs> Thank you. It's. I love that it's a blend. I've never heard of a red blend. <laughs> hey guys, come on down. <laughs> we'll we'll finally slap this bag and um, eat some pizza. <laughs> slap the bag. It's when you take the uh, the bag out of boxed wine and then you slap it in, in the bag and chug as much as you can. <laughs> slap of the bag, mom. <laughs> Called slap the bag. <laughs> I feel like... Slap in the bag. Oh my god! Okay. Um, it sounds I'm like tw- a... I'm uh, 27, going on 14, evidently. But yeah. <laughs> the minute you said tw, I thought you were gonna say you were twerking. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see that, but maybe after we slap the bag. No. You probably will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Tim. I mean, that's a tough act to follow, but uh, <laughs> I actually am not respecting my liver at all, to be honest. I mean, more black velvet. I, I, no, not even black velvet. I, I, I went with Bud Light. Um, oh, so. okay. Well, oh. well, you know what? Actually, when you said you weren't doing black velvet, I was like, oh no. <laughs> There are new oh, depths. There's no new depths on, beyond that. No, no, no. It's, but, it's just cheap beer. Okay, that's fine. Because <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if I want to know what the new depths are. <laughs> Blue suede? No. Um, Some of those vodkas that cost $6 a handle at the New Hampshire State Liquor Store. Oh, God, I don't want to think about that. Mr. Oh. Boston? Um, Admiral Nelson's? You know them off the top of your head, oh, good God. Okay, so, Jeff? 
I got whiskey. We'll see what, I'll, what I do. Oh, tomorrow's a matinee. Oh, right, because it's, it's, it's Martin Luther King Day, right? Well, I'll be at work tomorrow because uh, it is not a holiday here. Um, so I will not be seeing the aisles. But, yeah, I got whiskey for later for Detroit and Chicago. Hasn't oh. changed from last week. All the silly, all the same things. Go back to last episode. <laughs> Good games. Yeah, just rewind that one back. Um, do you really want to see the aisles again? I would like to see them beat the aisles. In, in, yes, but, um, I, you know, whatever. No, not really. Do you have the option to watch the game later if you want to? Yeah, because I got, I got Game Center Live. I can watch it later whenever, especially with no blackouts being in Canada. But, you know what would be so hilarious is if you watched the game and tweet, live tweeted it. With Cuba Gooden Jr. on your couch. <laughs> Here's where I live tweet the game that was played several hours ago. <laughs> live. Every tweet would have several hours delay. (laughs) (laughs) It's a crappy stream. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) I had to venture back in time to watch this. My internet provider is Samuel Morse. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to do beep, 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 If you're going to do that, you could also have a horse at the end of every tweet just say you did it via Pony Express. <laughs> and I'll watch it enough hours later, I can say it's being bounced off of New Horizons. Whoa! <laughs> Nine-hour turnaround time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we should send you a series of telegrams. <laughs> <laughs> Berkey passes the Martian. Stop. Martian passes the Posternock. Stop. Crew scores! Stop. (laughs) Via the Pony Express. Stop. (laughs) Via the Pony Express, December 7th, 1975. I don't think the Pony Express still worked back then, but... Oh, no, it didn't. It was just a random date. <laughs> That's 1875 on the other hand. <laughs> Thank you for making me feel older than the Pony Express. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> My job is to make you feel old. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting older in like a month, less than a month. So, Tim, everybody's getting older. Yeah. Second yeah, but like second. my, it's official. Like the next year is in less than a month, so I don't want it. You're going to be 28, correct? No, 29. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what my bare necessities are this week because I drank the one bottle of beer and then it had some weird sentiment in it. Sentiment. Sediment. Sediment. Some weird sentiment. This was a very moody beer. <laughs> it really was. It was stormy. It had left, like. It was very weird, but then I, I had some, I had the last of the Young's double chocolate stout, so uh, I don't have any beer, and, you know, I might try to be sober. I don't know what games are this week. Isles, Wings, Chicago. Yeah. So, two of those games are extraordinarily winnable, assuming the team doesn't, you know, do whatever they did the last time they played the Isles. You may want booze for Chicago, just because it's Chicago. Hmm. Well, I'll figure it out, I guess. I'm not going to name any players as my uh, whatever, because that turned out terribly. That will never, ever happen again. 
All right, so I guess we should move on from, as per usual, we heard from Jean Catherine about how she enjoyed the fighting historical perspective. Uh, Of course, I uh, forwarded that tweet over to Ben uh, so that he could see that, because I didn't know if he'd see it otherwise, which he was pretty excited about. Uh, Mark McRae said something on our Twitter account, um, how he was trying to point out that uh, he was, I think he was looking forward to seeing Zane come up and play because he had earned it down in Providence. Oh, um, someone reached out to me on Twitter who listens. Her name is Bonnie. She's a fan. She listens every week. Excellent. And shout out to Sean Ogney from uh, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, but has since moved to North Carolina. Pawtucket. You were very... What? Pawtucket. Pawtucket, yeah. He's Oh, and his wife Donna. Forgot. They were very, very nice... Uh, people to watch the game with and thank you for liking us on uh, on facebook and um your choice in hockey team sucks but you're still a good you're still good people are they carolina fans they are carolina fans but, but they're transplants right yeah they're trans yeah they live um they've lived here for a while but uh they still got the the uh they still got a new england accent which was really confusing because there are these people cursing and spilling beer on us politely they were very very nice about it oh it was great they were really good we actually got in trouble because we were cursing too loudly (gasps) oh my god you guys would totally never survive at the garden (laughs) no yeah you can't curse at hurricanes games you can't bang on the glass oh well i i'm all for not banging on the glass because i hate that i think it's just so i think it's disruptive and stupid you know as a person who sat behind the glass once and did nothing inappropriate I'm just not a fan of that myself, but yeah. But anyway, I, it's great to, to run into people uh, to run into people who are from up north. But I don't blame them if they've lived there for a while, um, being transplants and accepting mm-hmm. the team that they have. It's that's okay. Guy right. still loves the Red Sox, though. Woo! Oh, see, well, they don't have a team down in North Carolina, do they? Though? No, we don't. Uh, closest would probably be the uh, Braves. Bulls. Well, Durham Bulls. You have Triple A. Right, right. So it's hard. It's hard. You yeah. Know? Durham's affiliated with Tampa Bay, the Rays, and they suck. So. Yep, there you go. Harsh words from Tim. The guy who likes the other themselves. Tampa Bay. All, all Tampa Bay teams not named the Buccaneers can go fuck themselves. <laughs> okay. Oh, Tim. Okay. <laughs> you can find us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Dasher, on Dancer. Uh, <laughs> Vixen. Let's see, Stitcher? Did I say Stitcher? Yeah. Listen Stitcher too. Blah, blah, blah. Google Play. Yep, Google Play. Just... Hey, we, you can find us on Google Play now. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, Jeff. Place. Jeff, did you ah. hear that you can find us on Google Play? <gasps> no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we're at the point where we've talked for a long time and now we're punchy. Not. But not punchy face. That's different. Just punchy. Um, yeah, so you can find us in those places. You can contact us on Twitter at Barely on Topic. You can find us on Facebook also at Barely on Topic. And, uh, you know, lots of people have figured out how to find us other ways and so on and so forth. Despite our deep need to be away from the fray. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Tim, take us out. Word!